0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. So joining us now on the podcast, Richard Silva. He is a brand spanking new beat writer for the Montgomery Advertiser. Everybody's first day of work is a tough day, Richard, but th- you got dropped into the hurricane there. It, and I'm sure you knew coming in that Auburn is, is a little bit, you know, for lack of a better word, crazy. But that's a heck of a first day. Just, just sort of talk us through day one on the beat for you.
1: Yeah, um you are not short selling it at all. It was a whirlwind. <laughs> um the, the the first two hours were great. I you know, I had meetings, meeting everybody. And then I started to catch wind of the uh the athletic director uh information that was coming out. So I knew that was coming. But um luckily, you know, the editors and whatnot and the other writers uh they knew I was coming and they knew I'd be new, so they had some uh some preliminary stuff ready to go for that. But What really threw me uh, for a loop was when uh, Harson got fired. Uh, I had gotten the email and then I called my editor and I told them, I was like, I, I think Harson just got fired, but I'm, I'm not sure. Like, this is the first email that I've gotten from Auburn. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, so I forwarded it to him and then, you know, they, they did a really good job kind of holding my hand and, and getting me through it. But it was, it was an interesting first day, to say the least. It, it frazzled me a little bit.
0: You know what's going to be funny Richard I and mean, I I feel confident in guaranteeing this you due to my knowledge of of just how Auburn is this won't be the craziest day you ever had. <laughs> you you'll have a crazier one at some point I promise you. Maybe when Lane Kiffin comes on board or Hugh Freeze we'll see we'll see. I don't know
1: this. I don't Go know ahead. if I should be excited or scared for that.
0: You can be both. You can be both absolutely. Um just from your, you know, talking to Auburn people that you've gotten the chance to talk to, what's the general level of excitement? General level or general impression, I guess, of John Cohen coming to Auburn?
1: Yeah, it's uh. Actually, I wrote about this in a story that's coming out tonight, um, nine o'clock tonight. It'll come out. Um, it's about John Cohen, and it's about how kind of, you know, same day he he comes, Harson leaves, and it's just a fresh start. Like it's 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 a reset essentially for the football program um and it this hire i think has an even elevated level of importance because what just happened can't happen again auburn can't be back here in 2 years paying another buyout getting more of a reputation for being a school uh, in a program that goes through coaches that that really can't happen so cohen's really He's he's got his work cut out for him trying to make trying to you know get make the right hire here, um, but in terms of the general feeling, like I said, it, like almost fresh, I guess like a a new a new era. I, I don't know if I had to go that far, but something like that.
0: It's interesting for me because you know we just sort of described the Auburn situation. It's been well documented and well known that the boosters there have a level of influence that they might not have at other schools and then on the other side of that john cohen i'll tell you from my dealings with him as you know i don't stubborn can be a negative word but it can also be a positive you know he's a man who who sets his vision and he, he adheres to it he's he's been a, a head coach for a lot of time and now an athlete or he's used to being the number one you know from a fit perspective do you see it for auburn
1: i think it's interesting and you know Everybody's going to say the, the right things at first. Oh, yeah, he's going to have autonomy. He's going to have – he can make whatever decision he wants, whatever, whatever. But until it happens, it's just talk. It, it, it's, not, it, it's not real yet. Um, in terms of fit, I, I think it's interesting because um, when you look at the two hires, the football hires he made at Mississippi State, obviously Joe Moorhead and Mike Leach. Both of those were risky and for two different reasons. Morehead because really the only head coaching experience he had was at Fordham. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Leach with his, the, the air raid, that, that in itself is a risk, bringing that to the SEC. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious what Cohen's uh, philosophy is going to be when hiring coaches. Is it going to be the same way where he doesn't mind going against the grain a little bit and hiring somebody that he feels and take, that he feels good about and taking a bit of a risk? Or will he change or maybe there's um, more resources for him at Auburn where he can shell out a little bit more money for someone with like a a bona fide resume uh, or something like that. So I think whoever he hires for this position is going to be telling of of what his tenure will look like.
0: Let's talk about the game itself with Mississippi State and Auburn on, on Saturday night. Obviously, it feels like a lot more to play for on the Mississippi State side, you know they can become bowl eligible with a win. They need to win the three of their last four if they want to improve on last year. For Auburn, it, it's you know with an interim coach now, it's it, you know they're kind of playing out the string a little bit. But there has been this trend this season with interim coaches having uh, success, having getting especially in their first game, getting the win. And now you've got Cadillac Williams, who is an Auburn legend, as Auburn a man as there there could ever be. Is there some some extra juice around this Auburn program this weekend?
1: Uh, I would think so. Um, we actually just got off the SEC teleconference, and Cadillac obviously was talking. And you could tell he's excited. He's almost, like, emotional when talking about it. He talked about how, like, you know, Auburn means so much to him. And he got into coaching, whatever it was, like six, seven years ago, um, to give back because of all the coaches that helped him. And never did he think – that he would he would get to this point and here he is. So I think there will I would imagine there would be some sort of, you know, the team rallying around him. And this is um like I, I guess speculation. But you would think with with Cadillac being the interim and then they um they they've elevated Ike Hilliard and uh the offensive line coach to be the co offensive coordinators. I think they're really gonna focus on running the ball with tank i i think he might all miss was his best game of the season maybe the best game of his auburn career Mm. it he could he could mess around and and do something against mississippi state i think
0: yeah that's and we were talking about that a little earlier in the podcast about this auburn running game and you know with him and hunter and then you know mississippi state has had some issues this year with, with with mobile quarterbacks and robbie ashford great runner You know, a little less with the throwing, obviously. So you you really think this is going to be a run-heavy game plan for the Tigers?
1: Yeah, I do. I think in a perfect world for Auburn, it's run-heavy, run-heavy, run-heavy. And there's a handful, not even a handful, two, maybe three plays a game where Robbie uses his athleticism and keeps the play alive and, you know, almost like a broken play, like a receiver gets open deep. They had a a touchdown uh, against LSU that way. Uh, I think that's probably the best case scenario in a perfect world for Auburn at this point.
0: Defensively, this team's given up 40 points in in three straight games, four times this year. Uh, just don't have the the, the same kind of, of 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 attacking ability that Auburn defenses have had in the past. They've got, they've got some great players, including one from Mississippi and Derek Hall, but this isn't your typical Auburn defense that can really shut things down do you think Mississippi State it's just gonna be a maybe a scoring matchup here for, for, for Mississippi State? This is gonna be a high scoring game, you think?
1: I can't imagine that it's gonna be a oh, like a one-sided affair in Auburn's favor. I would venture to say that it's either gonna be a Mississippi State blowout or like a shootout, like um you had mentioned earlier, the Ole miss game. Um But with that said, you know, I do I do expect them to run the ball a lot. So the the clock, you know, will, will, will wear out faster. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see how the team rallies around Tank.
0: Yeah, you know, you've got two teams that, you know, they both want to control the football, but Auburn does it with the running game. State does it with the passing game. Even in the passing game, State likes to, to maintain time of possession. And I think State will try to run the ball this week. You know, that's when they've been at their most effective. Every week when we do our Friday podcast and we preview the game, we, we have something we call the X factor a player that not necessarily the offensive or defensive player of the game just somebody you could see making a big player two in this game that makes a difference who would that player be in your opinion for Auburn
1: um uh I don't know if this is uh I'm not really going out on a limb much but the backup running back Jarquez Hunter mm-hmm. I, he's always good I feel like for for a big play even in the, the poor games that Auburn has had, like the game against Georgia, he had, like a, I think, a 50- or 60-yard catch. He, I feel like he's always good for at least one big play whenever he's in there on his like, you know 10- to 15 touches.
0: And, of course, a Mississippi kid would like to make a, an impression back home in his home state, so we'll see how that goes. Richard, welcome to uh, the world of the SEC media. We appreciate your time today, and uh, looking forward to seeing you Saturday uh, in the press box.
1: Yep, thank you. I uh, appreciate you having me on.